This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Building the future on the field and in Jack London Square. It's now time to go inside the bill for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is The Build. It's time for The Build right here on A's Cast with the president of your Oakland Athletics, David Cavill. And Dave, first of all, happy holidays, and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a great Thanksgiving with the family. Yes, excited for Turkey Day. Going to be cooking the 25-pound turkey on my Weber grill. So I'm looking forward to that and watching some football and probably eating way too much food. Yeah, it is the one day, like, no one can give you any grief about it. You're allowed to sit around, drink beer, eat food all day, and drink football, and no one no, no one tells you you can't. No, it's actually encouraged, strongly encouraged. So, yes, I'm definitely looking forward to it, you know, especially coming out of the pandemic. And, you know, last year we didn't really do anything. So it'll be great to get everyone back together. You know, when you think about 2020, 2021, not only from the, the big club standpoint, I also think about all the minor leaguers. Isn't it amazing that the last two years we've gotten this much baseball in? It really is, especially that first year was very tenuous, you know, before there were vaccines and with all the protocols and, you know, even just getting the 60 games in, that was touch and go. Um, so I, I was really proud of the entire staff. You know, I thought especially, um, you know, David Forrest, uh, you know, Nick, you know, obviously on the, the health side, they did an incredible job um, getting the team ready and playing. And, and uh, I look back at those days, it's just kind of remarkable. Yeah, and I'm kind of – I don't know what you're projecting for next season, but do we think it's going to be far better next season than what we've seen the last two seasons with all the restrictions that you've had? You know, we're hopeful. But, I mean, I think with this whole pandemic, you have to kind of approach it with humility and and saying that it's just hard to know. You know, hopefully by then it'll just be kind of back to normal, whatever normal is, or a new normal. Uh, But I think, you know, people – have been away for a while and we still see it with, you know, group sales and things like that, where people are kind of taking a wait and see approach to attending events and organizing events. And so I think it, it may even take to the following year to get really back in the swing of things. But, but, you know, it's, it's great that we're still able to play, have folks out, um, you know, be able to have families together watching baseball in person uh, like this last year, it really makes a big difference for people's esteem and, and just their kind of outlook. Now, baseball goes away, but your job doesn't. As you continue to do everything you can to get us a building for this great franchise. So let's just get some updates. Where are we with the city of Oakland and Alameda County? Well, you know, we had the very positive vote of the county on pledging their tax increment to the project. That's a 
couple hundred million dollars, which is really critical. So we were really happy to see that. There's still work that needs to be done with them to finalize an agreement, which we're working on with them and the cities involved as well. We also have gotten a lot of positive news from the federal government um, in terms of federal dollars to help with the infrastructure of uh, the Howard Terminal Project collectively. And so that's also good news. So we've been really happy with those pieces. I think Mayor Schaaf's done a great job with that. We've been working hand in hand. Um, and what we're really focused now for Oakland is getting to a binding vote. You know, I think timing and process are the biggest risk. And that's why, you know, it's important that we maintain our parallel paths and continue to push forward both in Las Vegas and in Oakland. See, I'm so glad you say that because with all the callers that I get and they hear a vote and they hear that a vote passes and I don't want to be negative Nancy, but I have to be folks. It's a non-binding vote. And still, until we start having binding votes, that's when it's going to matter. And it's long overdue for a binding vote. We got to get a binding vote. And I'm pushing very hard. You know, I was hoping to get a binding vote by the end of the year, which obviously is not going to happen. That's too close. But, you know, hopefully sometime in the first quarter, um, you know, the environmental impact report hopefully can be released and we can actually have the city council take and the port take up a binding agreement because then you would know that you have, um, you know, the political and entitlement clearances to build the project. That is a tremendous, you know, so you're still going to get sued and all this other jazz, but like that is a huge hurdle to get over. And it's probably the, the hardest piece to making it work at Howard terminal. And so that's why we're just focused like a laser beam to, to make that happen and, and happen on a timeline you know, that works for all parties. You know, I've been hearing about an environmental report, whether it's Fremont, San Jose, whether it's somewhere in Oakland. I've been hearing about it my entire career. And I just wonder, Dave, will I see Bigfoot or will I see the environmental report? What will I see first in my career? You know, I don't want to make any forecasts on that because I could easily be wrong. But I'm hopeful that we can get this environmental report out. Um, you know, it was originally at one point supposed to be out months ago and we're still working very closely it's a city process they're the lead agency we provided all our input the other agencies have provided their input i think it's critically important for that to be released uh, along with a set of dates and a schedule on when the final approval can occur and that's something we're working very closely with the city of oakland on uh, to lay that out so we understand what that's going to be um, because the timelines here really matter in terms of being able to pull this project off and being able to open a stadium on a timeline that makes any sense. Now, obviously, there's a lot of urgent urgency on our side. I mean, it is what it is. But and something I don't know the answer to this. Uh, local government, what is it like when you start looking at Thanksgiving leading into Christmas? Then we got New Year's Eve, New Year's. How much work actually gets done locally with local politicians during the holidays? Well, there's a lot of days where I think the government uh, entities are kind of shut down, but it also sometimes means there are less public meetings. So sometimes work can be done um, kind of behind the scenes. So it can kind of cut both ways. Um, and we remain hopeful that the environmental report can be released by the end of the year. The mayor has indicated that that's uh, a possibility. And I think she's indicated that not only to myself and our ownership group, but also to the commissioner. So we're hopeful that that happens because um, that's a 
one of the biggest hurdles to get over. I mean, we've been working over three years just on that document to get it finalized with thousands of pages and input and um, consultants and subconsultants and all sorts of people. So, you know, that it shows a level of competency to, to get it out and to get a really good document out there that can be certified and voted on by the city council. Okay. So right now you feel good about things in Oakland, correct? We, we have some momentum. It's great to see that the federal dollars are, are, you know, potentially part of the solution. It's great to see that we could maybe get this environmental report out. I think, you know, those are some positive developments that we should all be encouraged by. Okay. And let's go to the, you know, the parallel path. How are things going in Las Vegas? Also moving very quickly. Um, you know, we're very close to finalizing a site. Uh, we put an offer in on um, one of the sites, one of the final uh, three or four that we're working with the landowner. We're talking to a couple of the other finalists too, who are the potentially folks we would partner with. And that's a big development. And obviously, since there's less environmental clearances and things like that in Southern Nevada, you know, getting the site identified is a major, major step in um, you know that timeline. Well, and then I think the holidays are coming up. And you know, it'd be a, gr- a great present underneath that Christmas tree from Santa. How about some season tickets for Oakland Athletics 2022 baseball? That's the way to do it. Absolutely. I, I highly encourage that. You know, we're excited about this upcoming season and, you know, keeping the momentum going and obviously having folks out and getting past the pandemic um, and just having a great experience at the Coliseum. Yeah, because it's just like it's like this time of the year. We love football and everything. But there, there's something like once you get past Thanksgiving, you start hitting, you know, the winter meetings and everything. And it's like before you know it, we're back at spring training. Oh, yeah, it comes up quick. And so, yes, absolutely. It's it's something that's on our radar and everyone's radar and uh, something that means a lot to everyone. How nice is it to have, you know, regular tickets, season tickets back compared to like everything you guys had to go through. I mean, a lot of people don't understand the restrictions that you guys had. And I mean, you were having to put like those plastic cords around seats so people could sit in the seats because we had to have our our social distancing. Yeah, they had the zip ties. I mean, just how nice is it going to be to have regular seats back and be able to sell regular seats to the fans? Oh, I think it's it's long overdue, and I know there are a lot of people who are excited about getting back to more of a normal cadence on things, and you know whether it's our front office or or our fans. So it's it's been a long couple of years in terms of like the different protocols and procedures, and really the unknowns. So taking some of those things out of the equation and getting back to the older ways, I think is is really appealing. You know, one of my very good friends said something to me the other day. And I wanted to, you know, before we talk about Ray Fossey, I wanted to say this to you because, you know, in professional sports, it doesn't matter. I mean, for God's sakes, you're a Cleveland Brown fan. You've had more quarterbacks than I think there's been presidents of the United States when you think about all the it's different true. Games, Right? So there, yeah. there's, uh, there's always going to be change inside organizations. It's just we're dealing with human beings. That's how it works. But my one buddy said this who works in baseball. He goes, the most amazing thing about the A's is no matter what happens, they always land on their feet and they always win. It's amazing. 
Well, I think it's a real credit to Billy and David and the entire baseball operations department on how resilient they've been over the years and how they've been able to stay disciplined and continue to build the team back through many cycles. And um, it's just an incredible um, asset to have that and that capability. And the results, you know, they are repeated many, many times in the way we develop young players. And, and that's why it's so important that we get a new ballpark so we can retain those players for longer and obviously have the necessary resources to, to get over the top and win another world championship. And that's, that's why we're so motivated on the ballpark efforts. You know, one of the great things about my job every day was being able to interview Ray Fossey and just talk to Ray and, you know, knowing what Ray meant to this organization because as a guy that won world series with the teams in the seventies and broadcasted in the eighties, the nineties, 2000 and beyond, he was the one, I always called him the face of the franchise because he was the one guy that brought the entire fan base. When you talk about a glue guy, he brought the entire fan base together. People loved Ray who watched him play and then you have a lot of the our young fans who never watched him play, but all they know is turning on A's baseball every night. And there was a that there was a Ray on TV. And obviously, you as a kid growing up in Cleveland, he's one of the great Cleveland Indians of all time. Uh, you want to talk about missing one of the greatest people in our franchise's history? And I'm so happy that you guys are putting him into the Hall of Fame because I don't know if there's anybody who has really meant more to, a, to A's baseball than Ray Fossey. Oh, I mean, what a, what a significant contribution at every level. And, you know, obviously someone who, you know, just cannot be replaced, you know, it's just, it's, it's so sad to have him, you know, not there next year. I think it's going to be, you know, tough, especially for those first, first games and, and weeks of the season, but obviously we want to celebrate and, and remember all the great moments with Ray, whether it was on or off the field and, you know, obviously I always had a special connection with him because he was also a guy who had a connection to Cleveland and just, you know, his generosity and openness and those big hands when he'd shake your hand and just an incredible individual and human being and someone that I'm, I'm just honored to have called a friend. Yeah. And he was special and he's going to be missed. And I, and I, and I think that, um, I, I think it was kind of a no brainer for you guys to, to, to say, you know, we got to put him into the A's hall of fame right now doing we, this year. And we heard from fans. We heard from fans. We heard from play, players, former players. You know, everyone was really, um, you know, contributing to like that effort. And so I think that was great to see. And it's just, it, it'll be a, a, a really heartfelt moment to celebrate him in that way. And it's going to be, I mean, now that you're kind of combining two classes because of what happened with COVID, this is going to be one hell of a ceremony. Oh, it'll be as big as it gets. I mean, yes, it's going to be a massive party and there's a lot to celebrate. And, you know, we do have uh, all the pregame festivities and we'll probably make a whole weekend of it because it's, it's such a big deal. Okay. So the most we'll end on this. Obviously we want people to get, get, get out, get, 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 get your tickets for spring training, uh, start getting ready for season tickets into individual game tickets. That's all going to be coming your way. But the most hardest hitting question I have for you, what is the one dish you have to have on your table for it to be, yep, this is Thanksgiving Day? You know, I got to tell you, man, I think it's that pumpkin pie. 
That's the one for me. So we have it just once a year. It's just the culmination. You get the turkey, you get all that stuff, but boom, you get that pumpkin pie, throw a little Cool Whip on that thing. It's oh. a winner. That's, that's oh. what I would say. My <laughs> mother's, I always go my mother's stuffing. I always got to go my mom's Well, I'm stuff. sure that's great. I'm sure that's fantastic. Mm, I'm getting hungry right now. Well, let me tell you this. As everybody's taking an off-season, Dave Cavill doesn't take an off-season. You're still in uh, fifth or sixth gear getting this thing going. So keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And we know, and we know, Dave, we know that everything that you're doing is just to get us a new ballpark, the same kind of ballpark everybody else has. Absolutely. And that is the goal. And that's what we're working every day to make that happen. Well, happy holidays, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, go ahead. Thanks. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.